Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I have Michael Edmonds, the owner of Second City Finance with me. So Michael started in the mortgage industry in February of 2018 and set up Second City Finance only five months ago. So just remember that. It's gone from strength to strength. He's used social media, traditional advertising methods, and some other ways of generating business. And now he's become one of the leading mortgage brokers in his chosen targeted towns. And that's only in the last five months, which is amazing. Mike used to run an estate agent before becoming a mortgage broker, which we'll talk about a bit further into the, into the podcast. Now, the reason I wanted to get Mike on was to show people that are just starting out as a mortgage broker or even starting up their own company, what steps they can take, maybe what um, mistakes Mike's made that you can learn from. And by doing that, you can make he's made his business really successful within just five months now he's doing around about 32 combined mortgage and protection cases every month and that's only five months in so it's phenomenal and uh, I'll, I'll say well done to Mike when he starts talking because <laughs> I can see him waiting in the wings here. So today we're also going to talk through how he's got over 100 Google reviews and he got them just within four days by using a technique because we work on social media together. We used a certain technique that got in those 100 Google reviews within four days. Now, before I bring Mike on, a bit of a disclaimer, I spoke to somebody yesterday on the phone and they said that Mike and I pretty much sound the same. And I think it's because <laughs> of the, uh, the brummy accent. So without further ado, I welcome Mike onto the podcast. Thanks for coming on, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, all good. Thanks, mate. How are you? I'm good. Actually, I'm just thinking, I've only ever called you Michael. I don't think I've ever called you Mike. Do you know what? I think... Um, when I first started out, I wanted to sound a little bit more professional. So I was like, yeah, it's Michael. But yeah, it doesn't really matter. Mike, Michael, whatever. <laughs> and you'll hear us both chugging on water because it's it's like 30 degrees at the minute. And I'm, <laughs> I'm sat in the office with the window closed. You can't hear any cars going past and I'm sweating. So we'll have to take, it'll be like a, a football game where you have to take water breaks halfway through the HR. <laughs> <laughs> so how's business at the minute then? Busy? Yeah, crazy. Um I think about 15 appointments this week um <laughs> for a one-man band <laughs> and you've got you've got um people helping you with kind of admin and bits at the minute haven't you yeah yeah my wife uh she helps out as well as looking after a one-year-old um and then i've got a lady who's she's just working a notice at the minute for another company and then she's uh, she's on board so that'll take a lot of weight off my shoulders really yeah, so you, you're just going to focus on the mortgage appointments opposed to all the submitting and chasing and those bits. Exactly, yeah. Um, I've got a lady um, starting as well. Uh, she's just going through the referencing process and she's going to take all the protection off my hands. Oh, wow. Right. So I can literally just focus on mortgages. Um, I'd rather be a specialist in one area, but obviously I still want to earn from protection. <laughs> yeah, you've gone pretty much from zero to maybe four staff in the space of five months, which is phenomenal but before we get into what you what you've done over the last six months can you tell us say we'll say the last five years what have you been doing and what led you to become a mortgage broker mike um so when i was 22 i decided that um i wanted to 
by an estate agency franchise. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, uh, my parents uh, weren't happy about it. <laughs> really? Well, it's before, a big thing, isn't it? Well, before that, I was a mechanic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, literally, here's, here's a story for you. So, um, when I left sixth form, I was literally just slobbing around the house all day, every day. Yeah. And then my dad got back from work one day and he said, you know what, I'm not having this. He said, you need to get a job. I said, but I don't know what I want to do. And he said, well, what do you like? I said, I like cars. He said, all right then. He said, tomorrow morning, we'll wake up early. He said, I'll drive you down the Bilston Road. That's where all the car dealerships are. He said, you're going to go into every single one of them. You're going to ask for a job. You know, that's what we did. We woke up the next morning. He'd drive me down the Bilston Road. I went into every car dealership. Uh, basically, I asked them for a job and then I managed to get a job at Peugeot. Um, how, was, how many times, how many did you have to go into to get that? How many knockbacks? Oh, yeah. God. Peugeot, well, Peugeot was right at the bottom of the road. So, literally. <laughs> Should have started the other way. <laughs> Your end, yeah. I was literally so demoralized by the time I got to Peugeot. Bloody hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just perfect, isn't it? You, I don't know if I could do that now. Do you know what I mean? It, it takes, I think we're young and you're kind of enthusiastic about it. Fair play. Yeah, so I, I you know, I did, uh, I did my apprenticeship there for about three, four years. No, it wasn't. It was five years. What I'm saying, yeah, five years. And then um, from there, went and brought an estate agency franchise. Um, I totally wet behind the ears. Didn't know what I was doing. Um, God knows how I lasted for eight years doing that. Um, but it, it, it didn't work out. Um, lost money. Uh, couldn't really get the new business on. And I just think it was just down to pure inexperience, really. Um, but, you know, that sort of, I suppose, from being an estate agent um, and dealing with mortgage brokers and understanding, I suppose, what mortgage brokers do, it almost just seemed like a natural progression. I was looking for something, but, you know, this clearly isn't working for me. What else can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, I like the sound of it. Also, my wife's mom, she's... Uh, the operations manager for Birmingham Midshires, okay. so she pays the brokers. <laughs> As you can imagine, the conversation, uh, you know, yeah, um, you how much you get paid. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, I was, I was on board from from that from that moment. Um, so yeah, started studying my CMAP, um, and then um, I applied for a job with one of the larger companies in the Open Work Network. Mm-hmm. Um, got a job there and then over the next sort of two years started sort of working my way up the leaderboard with written business until um, sort of 2018 when I left I was actually sort of like top of the leaderboard with most written business um, and I was just like yeah. right yeah I can do this I can do it so um, sorry that wasn't 2018 that was 2020 when I was yeah so I was there two years 2020 yeah, top of the leaderboard and I was like yeah I can do this so uh, off I went second city finance was born oh so when did you when did you start second city finance then um I mean officially the company was registered probably like October um 2020 but um 16th of February 2021 when we were able to It'll be do business forever wouldn't it do you, you think it's important for people to work in a bigger company to start with like could you have started straight off or i don't think i could have done it straight off no because i was just you imagine i'm coming from 
um, mechanic, estate agent, mortgage broker, and I just haven't got the experience. I don't, I don't know where to place cases. I don't know, you know, whether this is right, whether this is wrong. Um, you know, can I do this type of mortgage for this type of, do you know what I mean? So I needed a lot of guidance and, and fair play to the company that I work for. You know, I can't, I can't knock them. Um, they were actually really helpful. And, you know, I, I learned, I learned a lot really. It's just that, you know, I was a self-employed broker, um, but I was always generating my own leads. And I thought, well, why am I paying out commission to someone if I'm generating all the leads when I could just have it all myself? Um, but I did need them originally for for the experience and the compliance and the understanding, the training. Um, yeah. <laughs> I have spoken to some people that have gone straight into being self-employed broker. And I was just wondering if what your experience with it would be and it obviously proved it worked because you were topping the leaderboards at that company doing really well to then go from there and set up second city finance and you're literally starting at ground zero because you're not taking your pipeline with you are you you're not taking any of that what the in, in, in fairness in fairness um i did have quite a considerable pipeline that i'd built up mm-hmm. and you know the guy who owns it was really fair to me and said look as as and when it comes in we'll pay you so even though i was setting up second city finance i still had an income Mm -hmm. even though i wasn't getting paid from second city yet i still had that cushion so that's a good way i was fortunate in that in that respect yeah that's you don't hear many people that do that no no you don't you don't so i've been quite fortunate from that point of view so what were the biggest challenges when you started second city finance then um so challenge wise was going from a broker to a principal and you know i've got this whole new business now that i've got to understand and be responsible for mm-hmm. so you know i can just sit there all day long doing mortgages but now i've got to do commission i've got to do accounts um you know getting my head around so i never i never used to do accounts for the estate agency um, that was just left to, to somebody else to sort. But now, you know, I suppose when I first had, I was a one man band and it was just figuring stuff out and, you know, tax. <laughs> you little things like that, I suppose you don't think about, do you? No, no, not at all. It's just, you know, you get this big idea in your head. Like, yeah, I'm going to have my own company. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, I want to start doing this, that and the other. And, you know, when I, I'm, I'm qualified in equity release as well. So hmm. I was thinking to myself, oh, I'll just do equity release at Primus. No problem. But then I started looking at all the forms and all the different exams that I needed to redo, and I just thought, oh, I can't be asked with that. <laughs> and I think you're more you the equity release. I can I can see you dealing with those type of people, but old people love me. Yeah, I can I imagine you're very personable person. It's the accent, <laughs> that's what it is. It's the middle. <laughs> um, but I think you're like you say, you've had your success from helping people locally, helping them get on the ladder. Do you know what I mean? Helping them with the, with the remos of people coming back. Do you get a lot of repeat business from your old company? Yeah, massive. Yeah, loads. Like the people just, they they just want to deal with me. Yeah. And I think that's 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 the big thing, really. I'm, I'm just, I I always, always, always make sure that like, if, if I got, if, you know, I'll always answer the phone. If I've got a missed call, I'll always call that person back same day. Do you know what I mean? I'm always very conscious about that and i think i'm just very very customer service focused Mm -hmm. um 
and I, I do get that comment quite a lot in in my reviews with how sort of how well my communication is yeah and I suppose that I know being an estate agent myself that was a big thing of estate agency it was always to keep people up to date and yeah. the good mortgage brokers that I speak to always do that or they have a team that enable them to do that yeah it's when you become too busy and you've done the right thing of look at getting staff on because you become too busy and you stretch thin across a hundred different people instead of just focusing on twenty. It's a worry as well, to be honest, because yeah. this is, you know, a highly regulated industry. Yeah. I can't afford to be spread thin because if I start cutting corners or missing stuff, then it's going to have a real detrimental effect, isn't it? So this is why I need a support network around me. or why I've learned I need a support network around me just so we're all keeping our heads above the water and we're all keeping our noses clean. Great way to look at it. What you've just said there is, a lot of people could get ahead of themselves. They've got all this business. I'm just going to do it. Whereas you've kind of said, no, I need to put the systems in place to enable me to take on that business. Yeah. Because there's yeah. no point as you, yes, you are highly regulated, but what's even more dangerous is getting a bad name. Oh God. Yeah. That's even Not, I've, I'm over. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But obviously a lot of your leads from the way that you speak will come from recommendations, that, that kind of way, but you've got, huge, got to, go on. Sorry, I was going to say, I've got to the point now where literally it's probably on average, I get four calls a week, maybe just off people saying, I've been giving you a number. I've heard you can help me with a mortgage. I'm just it's at that sort of level now, if you like. You're obviously well known. And that's what I speak to Mike about a lot. We need to get your face on social media more so <laughs> because you're known. Do you know what I mean? You're known a nice video of your photo of you. People know your face. I'm not very photogenic, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from referrals, you get a lot of um, leads from estate agents. How important is it to get estate agents on side? Because they must get a lot of proposals from mortgage brokers saying, can you pass me the leads? How do you stand out and be different? Again, this is down to my past. Um, I've been lucky in some respects because... I know the people who work in a state agency. I know the industry. Mm -hmm. um, I can smell an estate agent from a mile off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I built up good friendships whilst I was working as an estate agent. And, you know, that's that's come back to sort of benefit me in, in the respect of like, you know, um, the estate agency in Stoke that I deal with. You know, Rob, who runs it, is one of my best mates, really. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's over, the, over the years, we've just become very close um and i don't think he'd have anybody else doing it because he trusts me yeah um, and i trust him um but it's interesting what you said actually about estate agents and trying to get your foot in the door of estate agents you know i think now i don't know if I'd, i don't know if i'd go down that route of trying to get into the estate agents because they've got all these corporate you know mab and you know john charcoal and whatnot they're all associated to um, all the estate agents and you don't really get very many independently run estate agents anymore a lot of them have been brought out by the corporates and it's just a challenge I don't think I'd I think I'd commit time elsewhere okay. than trying to get leads from estate agents I think you know you've mentioned social media a few times um, there's you know even I started off as well by using things like unbiased to try and get me and I did I actually do right on that you hear very mixed reviews about that. Um, but again, 
without saying disrespectful to perhaps some, some of the newer brokers, you know, depends on their backgrounds, but I come from a background of sales where I know how to speak to people and how to close people. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually for me being on the phone to an unbiased lead, which is probably a cold lead, I found it all right actually to, to close leads and actually make some money from it. So it might actually, in terms of unbiased, and I've heard the same as you, I've heard mixed reviews about them. Is it down to, yes, you get the leads, but then is it down to how you convert that lead? Because every lead is the same for everybody, isn't it? And are they sold to every, is unbiased? No, no, no. So you, you, you basically, it's the fastest finger first. Oh, right, okay. Yes, basically, you, you, you press the button. If you're first press the button, you know, you get that information. Um, but you know that that's an expensive way of doing it. But that's the way I started when I, you know, when I first started doing mortgages because I knew no better. But you know, experience tells me now that actually, I can go and chuck a hundred quid on Facebook and probably get fifteen leads or something. Do you know what I mean? So what did you when you actually? Let's talk about estate agents. So if there are mortgage brokers out there that do have relationships with estate agents, how do you keep that? How do you keep them on board? How do you keep them happy and keep referring to you because there's a mike smith that walks through the door and says passion leads to me now i think you, you need to sort of build a, a relationship with each individual person that that works there That's so nice. for example you know if um uh, it was one of the ladies uh, birthdays in the office and um, the other day um i normally sort of throw 50 quid um you know if it's paying gift vouchers or something in a card or some flowers just say a birthday but it, it was a 50th so i, I chucked 100 quid in um just because it's a special one <clears throat> but i think that you know those gestures they really really appreciate that you know i've had um at the estate agent they, they took on a new negotiator mm-hmm. and you know what she was really really trying hard to get the lead she was asking everyone and i could hear that she was asking everyone but she just wasn't that they just weren't going for it for whatever reason and i, I still just I, I just went and got her a card just to say thank you for trying and just took 50 quid in that I'm just starting to sound like I'm a briber here. I'm not a briber. <laughs> if, if, you, if you message uh, Mike on LinkedIn or Facebook, he will send you a 50 quid voucher. <laughs> Every conversation um, comes with a free voucher. But I think they all feel valued. Do you know what I mean? And I, I think I just, I'm quite a good friend maker. Yeah. So I like, do you know what I mean? I'll sit there, I'll chat with them and we'll just, we'll just chat bollocks. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, you can just um, have, a, have a laugh with them and just be a, a normal person. That's what people want, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's completely true. And estate agents, you never, I don't think there's any, well, there's nowhere else in the property industry where somebody receives 20 calls a day from leads. Yeah. You know I mean, there's, they're phoning up, they, they want to buy a house. 90% of them will need a mortgage. So that's why I think you should always try and, I do, I do see your point, yeah, that they are the big corporate companies, but I still think there are quite a few in, um, independents out there, and a lot more so now, the likes of the companies like EXP, that people are going on their own. Yeah, yeah. People are switching from the corporate. So being, if, you, if you're that mortgage broker in your local area, try and sort I'm not, out. I'm not, I'm not saying that not to go down that route. All I'm saying is it's probably more time-consuming for you to generate the leads that way rather than i think there's just there's other methods that are less time consuming to get leads basically right okay fair enough so when you started the company where did your first few leads come from um so i think i was on a little bit of a flow anyway to be honest a little bit of a role because i was doing that much business as a self-employed broker at the company 
with open work yeah my name was still sort of getting about and still there and you know still had remortgage clients my back book um so but it, you know i've developed that over the last two years and then i've been able to benefit from that now so it's like rolled into second city finance and all that all that kind of, like kind of it's, it's, it's more it's more the case that you know i've done the mortgages for people and um i've just had two leads come in <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done i've done the i've done the mortgages for people but those people only want to deal with me yeah so, like they'll just follow me yeah they'll follow you to the business it's a great way of doing it it's, and in five months, you say you're doing on average 32 cases of mortgage and protection a month. Yeah, well, I knew you were going to ask me, so I, I had a look and averaged it's 32.6 a, a month. That's that's mortgage and protection cases. Right, that's huge within within five months on your own name to be doing that. Yeah, it's massive. Um, and you you said the one, one before we started the uh, podcast, you said one of the struggling things was where to place files and uh, where to place cases, and <laughs> It's all yeah, about I mean, PDMs as well, isn't it? That's when I first. That's when I first started. Really, um, you know, it was where where to place cases. Um, but you know, when I first started, I didn't have a lot going on. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I didn't have a. I just the first mortgage I did was like just just a mate <clears throat> who happened to be moving out home. But other than that, I didn't really have a lot of stuff going on. So I would literally sit on the phone and um, I would I would call up. The, um, the main lines, Santander, <laughs> you try doing that at the minute. <laughs> um, and like, you would then just speak to someone and say, right, okay, well, I've got this scenario. How does this work? What would I do? Blah, blah, blah. And just learning people's criteria. And I, I used to sort of sit and try and arrange um, meetings with BDMs just because I had nothing else to do. So why wouldn't you? So I'd literally get them into the office, sit down, and I'd literally just have one after another coming in. And I'd be making notes like an absolute madman. Oh, that's class. That's a great way to do it. And then Criteria Hub came out, so all my notes were redundant. <laughs> oh, is that somewhere that all the criteria is in one place for you? <laughs> that's right, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's a good starting point, but don't, like, you know, follow it 100%. <laughs> great if you can get in touch with BDMs and build those relationships. We were talking before the podcast about Accord. So if anybody from Accord's listening to this or knows anybody, because Mike <laughs> wants to develop a relationship with his new BDM um, from Accord in his life. What, what's your postcode again? WS. WS. So if anybody knows. I did, I, I did have Thomas, Thomas Hill. He was amazing, but now he's gone. He's left me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to find out who the new one is and how, um, how, how they can help Mike. Right. So we've done about the company and it's really interesting to see what you did, how you set up. But now I want to get into the here and now, really, and what you do on social, because I, I help you with your social media. But I'll make the images, make them look really good. But you take it to the next level by taking the content to everybody. Talk us through what you do when I post a social media post for you. I annoy people. Right. <laughs> How do you annoy them? I just try and wave it in front of everyone's face that I possibly can. So literally I'll join every group, every buy, sell, swap, every, you know, community watch um, group on Facebook. And I'll literally just post, 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 post. I just want to get the brand awareness. I don't care if I, you know, you don't contact me off it straight away, but hopefully, you know, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to stick inside your mind. And then when you do think about mortgages, you're going to think, oh, who's that annoying chap who's always, you know, flooding Facebook with all this crap? 
um, and hopefully I get a call. <laughs> and that, it's funny though, because I always talk about the orange carrier bag and your branding is bright, very similar orange, isn't it, to be fair? Yeah, yeah. Everybody face. When we had the uh, first conversation, which I speak to people at the beginning when we start working is, I say to them, you've got to be looking six to 12 months before you start seeing kind of a, a, a real return. Yeah. Within the first month or so, you were seeing people commenting, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I think we've had quite a, quite a good reaction um, on Facebook. And, you know, um, we do get, I, I, I do get people just randomly message me uh, on WhatsApp. But I always forget WhatsApp is Facebook because you've set up my Facebook so it comes through my WhatsApp. Yeah, yeah, they can just hit a button. So if you don't, if you haven't done this before, guys, if you've got a Facebook business page, there's a button at the top and you can change it to send a message, phone, and you can change it to WhatsApp. So people literally hit that WhatsApp button it opens WhatsApp on their phone and they can send you a direct message. So that, that's what Mike's on about there. But have people mentioned, look, I've seen you in these groups. I've seen you locally. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I tend to get more likes and stuff for the non-mortgage related stuff, like your favourite chocolate bar post that you did. And yeah. I've got people at the bottom saying Boost Bar, um, Twix, and they're all having a bloody argument about what was the best i'm thinking why don't you you know comment more on rate reductions and <laughs> but the reason that i do that with people and I've, I've explained this to mike but for the listeners is if you get people interacting with the chocolate post say you get 10 people the, well the way the facebook algorithm works is because you've got interaction on that post the next post that talks about mortgages or business is much more likely to land in those 10 people's feeds than it would if they hadn't interacted so that's why we do we break it up with non-business and business related content and you can look at second city finances page and and see the kind of content that that you do give us a like yeah <laughs> he's always on he's always up for business isn't he <laughs> so um talk us through what did you do with social media when you first started out and what was your experience with it um so i signed up and brought a social media marketing course online um, which I think I paid about 500 quid for and was absolutely useless it was some American woman who'd recorded some videos on this is what you do with this this is what you do with that and it was none of it worked um, <clears throat> and then um, I mean really really useful for mortgage brokers actually uh, and protection um, Gary Das runs I'm sorry I'm uh, you know name dropping here uh, on your uh, podcast Gary Das runs the, the community runs yeah, he's got a mortgage pro community and a protection pro community. Uh, mate, that is just gold dust, to be honest. Like, you can literally, if you're struggling with the case, put it out there in the group. And you know what? Everyone's really friendly. Everyone just wants to help everyone. Um, there's no sort of like, oh, I'm not helping you, you're a competitor. And literally, you'll you'll get answers of where you can place a case. And um, it's really good, to be fair. So that's that's another thing I've learned from social media. Is And you know what? If you're If you're asking questions, get involved and answer questions as well. Good shout. And I have to say, I'll say thank you to people on here because there's probably a few people that listen to the podcast is whenever anybody asks for social media or a website or anything like that on um, on the group, that I'll get loads of recommendations. Yeah, yeah. I get a phone call out of the blue from somebody. It seems to be London. I'll say, where did you hear about me? And it, the Gary Das Financial Pro Community Group. So yeah, I have yeah. To, I'll thank Gary Das for setting it up. But thank you guys who are listening, who do recommend me. I do really appreciate it. But so you use that social media course and then you started creating posts. You started. Yeah, posts. yeah. So then, you know, I, I got to sort of learn about Canva and things like that. 
um, but I'm probably the least creative person in the world. And literally, like my posts just look like a five-year-old and knocked them together. Um, so yeah, they weren't very good. I was just literally trying to find sort of stock images and put like a, you know, a logo over the top of them and think of some, you know, catchy thing to say, which actually turned out quite cheesy. Yeah. Um, so I just, I just looked at it and thought, you know what, this is getting me nowhere. I need a professional. Um, <laughs> Q Chris. <laughs> and that's when we came in and worked together and created a brand. Which, and I'm not here to talk about me. I want, I want to talk about what you do. But so you got me on board to do the social media and it gave you that consistency and that brand, which is fab. Then you kind of took it to the next level and you started looking at Facebook ads as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, you know, hadn't really got a clue what I was doing with that. Um, I actually signed up to one of um, Gary Das's um, courses. Okay. So I paid, paid for one of those. Um, and you know what? That just gives you, like, it's, it's a real good treasure chest, actually, um, of understanding how sort of like the paid ads work and, and things like that. But, you know... I'm not an expert in that field. So why try and give it a go and get average results when I can actually just, you know, pay someone who knows what they're doing to actually get me the results that I need. For you to fumble through it for an hour <laughs> and where an ex expert can come in and do it in 15 minutes and you can spend that hour then doing a mortgage appointment, which is going to earn you a lot more than a couple of leads would. But do you know yeah. what I mean? You can use that time a lot more wisely I feel yeah, yeah. than fumbling through stuff. And that's the reason I went to a mortgage broker to get my mortgage because it saved me an hour traipsing through all the lenders. Exactly. Yeah. You know, you know, you go to a mortgage broker and they'll tell you exactly where you, well, they'll, they'll put you exactly where you need to be basically. Exactly. So that's uh, Facebook's the main one that you run. And then we looked at Google my business for you, didn't we? And if anybody's watched my Instagram stories, I'll always talk about, what we did and how we got the amount of reviews that we did. So Mike and I had a chat and said, right, we really need to up your Google reviews because it's going to help with the website ranking. It helps you Google my business ranking. So you got a hundred Google reviews or more than a hundred Google reviews within four days, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Can you give us like the step-by-step -step of what you and I did or what you did manually and how you got them? So basically um, you told me, about something called broadcast lists on WhatsApp. Mm -hmm. Is it broadcast or broadcasting? Broadcast, uh, broadcast lists. Broadcast lists. Um, that is essentially where you can send a message to multiple people in your phone book, as long as they've got WhatsApp too. Um, and you can just literally type one message and it goes out to all, but it doesn't like tag anyone else's name in, so like, you know, data protection wise you're not really sort of sharing anybody else's information and all that sort of stuff and literally my phone was just like on fire for the rest of the day my whatsapp was going mental saying yeah no problem i'll, I'll do your review no, no problem i'll do your review you, you we'd, we'd put a message together haven't we that we sent out and um you'd, you'd show me how to get my link for my for my google page mm -hmm. um and it's so simple literally you just click on the link click how many stars you want to give me which is always five um and then <laughs> Don't leave one if it's not. <laughs> and then literally you can just write a small message if you want. Um, some people wrote an essay. Some people didn't write anything, but I still got, you know, it's all about the stars, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and I can't believe how well that worked. I was actually overwhelmed, to be honest. And I, I felt like 
oh my god i'm actually all right at this <laughs> it must be a nice feeling to and the, the message that you sent can you remember the kind of wording that we used um it was more sort of like you know asking for help really and there's there's nothing wrong with that um so uh, you know i'd helped all these people with their mortgages and in return i just wanted a little bit of help to grow my online presence and you know what everyone was more than happy i'd didn't even have anyone who said no it was just literally yeah let's do it and the funny thing is i phoned mike straight after that and we were sat there refreshing the screen and it was going up <laughs> like no word of a lie every second two reviews two more reviews like oh god the seven in the last 10 seconds and we, we watched it go from what 20 reviews up to 100 and 15 15 reviews up to 122 that's crazy and that's had such a huge impact on your business i mean how many leads have you got through google my business now off the back of that how long ago did we do it i would have said probably only a month ago a month ago i've had seven people call me and that's google. purely through google my business isn't it yeah yeah people who because i always i always check i'm always big on lead source uh i want to know where to spend my money mm -hmm. and uh yeah i always so ask where you've have you been recommended blah blah blah. And, oh no i saw you on google i was reading through your re reviews fantastic brilliant great way to do it and the great thing is it's free yeah so what happens is when you get more and more google reviews what google does is it pushes you slightly higher up um in the google my business so who are you going to go with kind of mike smith mortgages that has two five-star reviews or second city finance that has 122 five-star reviews it's or just recent as well Sorry, what's that? All recent as well. Yeah, that's another thing, isn't it? They're not all, and they're all real people as well, which is not, and it's great if if you can get somebody to leave you a view, but mention your name in it as well. It does make it a lot more personal. Yeah. So if anybody wants to drop me a message, or I'm sure Michael help out. Or leave me a review. Yeah, and <laughs> we'll give you the link. But if you want to drop <laughs> me a message, I can talk you through, jump on a call and show you exactly how to do it, like, like I spoke with Mike there. Is there anything else on social that you feel you've done different over the last five, six months or any other tips that you can give people? Because the great thing with Mike is whatever, if he phones me up and says, have you got an idea of how to do this? You'll go and act on it straight away. And it, it shows that you get results from it. You've done everything that I've told you to do. And I'm not saying that all of the leads are coming through social, but a lot more than if you haven't have done. You have to commission next, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk about that off the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is there anything you don't you do differently or anything you want to take it to the next level now? Um, I mean taking it to the next level is I think the paid ads for me because I understand what you do is organic and that's I think in my mind the best way. Mm -hmm. um but it does take a little bit longer and people have got to be prepared i think you know you always do say to people six to 12 months before yeah, you yeah. start seeing the results um but i just feel like i want some quick hits every now and then um so you know just spending a little bit of money um just try and bring a few people in really and how hard <laughs> the paid lead the ones that you do get the leads off facebook how hot are they um <sighs> It, again you know it's hit and miss um but what we're trying to do now is target more um so you know you set up um the web page or landing page for me for um key workers yeah so essentially specializing in key workers so now when it comes to the sort of the paid ads on facebook we can target people whose workplaces nhs 
police service, fire service, and you know those are the those are the easy ones. I say that <laughs> tend tend to be reasonably straightforward ones, um, and and that's the sort of that's the sort of market I want to go after now. When I first started, I just do a mortgage for anyone, everyone, just because I was hungry and greedy, and but now. I've got enough coming in, I can sit back and I can almost sort of like cherry pick a bit, really. And the great thing about key workers is that they, <laughs> they're quite tribal in the way that they work. They'll always recommend, if somebody's recommending in a police station, you're going to pretty much get everyone, aren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, I had a lady um, message me today. Uh, she's NHS. Mm-hmm. Um, she said... Um, I'd sorted out all the mortgage and everything, got the got the offer. She's come back to me and said, "Your ace, all I'm also passing your number around like nobody's business." So, <laughs> Is uh, it in a phone box, box by any chance, right? Mike? <laughs> <laughs> and that that's it, isn't it? It's all all of word of mouth, which is what your business is, is built on. Yeah. So now. We're going to strip everything back and we're going to pretend that you've moved to the north of Scotland. We're going to get the strategy question. So you've moved to the north of Scotland. You've got a laptop, a mobile phone and an internet connection. What are your top tips or what would you do to start generating leads? Oh, okay. Um, So one of the things I did when I first started out, when I had no leads, um, was hairdressers. So... I would go and walk around hair salons and I would walk in and say, hi, look, I'm a mortgage broker, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I know you have really good chats with, you, with your clients, etc. If anybody does happen to mention that they're moving home or they need a mortgage or, you know, they need, can I, can I just leave a few cards with you? And do you know what? Um, if, you, if, if somebody calls me and mentions your name, I'll come back and I'll, I'll give you 50 quid. <laughs> Again, fifty good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, right, hairdressers. Yeah, that's a good point because you you sat with somebody for two or three hours, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. Um, the, how, how I got started on that was my sister's a hairdresser, right? And she always used to sort of send her clients across to, which still does send her clients across to me. And I literally got like a little card stand and put it on the shelf in front of her chair. Yeah. And then it, that also then got oh, what what's that? What's that card there? Um, um, and then she's like, that's my brother is a mortgage broker, blah, blah, blah. And then I started then just going around to loads of different hair salons. You found uh, out what worked and just re- replicated it across the... the yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not, not so much now because I haven't been back and topped up cards and that sort of stuff. But It's been one um, of them. It, it, was, it was one to get started. So I think that's, that's where I you know, possibly start out. Oh, awesome. Another thing I'd look at as well, letting agents who... Not estate agents who sell houses, but letting agents who only do rentals. Because, like I said to you earlier, if you go to the estate agents, chances are they've already got someone. But if you go to these little independent letting agents, um, again, that's what I've done. I've got a letting agent on board with me now who sends me leads. um, And they send me as many leads as I get from the estate agents in Stoke. Because what I tend to find is it'll be uh, Mr. and Mrs. Such and Such who want to um, remortgage their property to pull money out to then use that money to them as a deposit for a buy to let. So I'm actually getting a double whammy. Uh, right. Yeah, I never thought about it like that. But the letting agents, they don't get approached by mortgage brokers. Nobody thinks about letting agents. Mortgage brokers go straight to where they think the money is, which is a state agency. And that's why I said earlier, because 
estate agents having loads of people knock on their door going, how can I get to get leads from you? But letting agents say, wouldn't that's clever. Um, and I think the, the last thing I'd do would be just go around to small businesses, which is another thing that I did when I was starting out. Mm. Um, so I'd, I'd go around like to the industrial estates. <clears throat> I, uh, I went into one engineering company. Uh, I think it was anyway, they had loads of machines there. So, um, and literally, um, I just sort of spoke to the manager or, you know, gaffer, whoever was there. I said, look, I'm a mortgage broker. Do you mind if I just have a quick chat with your lads? Um, and just, you know, introduce myself, blah, 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 give out some cards. Uh, and he was like, yeah. And that actually then got me thinking, well, actually, these small businesses, maybe I could offer some sort of like employee incentive where, you know, <clears throat> if you work for this company, um, we'll do your mortgage for free or something like that as a part of an employee benefit. Um, so I did do that for, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, it doesn't, not everyone's interested. I ended up doing it for one company, uh, one, uh, I think, like I say, an engineering firm. And um, again, that, yeah, that's, that, that's another thing I did when I got started. So I think I'd go back to basics. Would, so it's interesting <laughs> there that you've done a lot of business over the last five, six months over social media. Yeah, you've not yeah. mentioned it once there. And that's that's really interesting. There's no right or wrong way of doing it because going out to meet people, yes, it's the best way to do it. But over the last 18 months, we haven't been able to do that. So no, social media's always plugged that gap. But that was the things I did when I started, um, you know, trying to think outside the box. And you know what? You put me in that situation again, I'll do exactly the same thing again. Love it. That's wicked. North of Scotland, though, you might have to walk a bit in between. There'll <laughs> be one hairdresser, because it, it's all like villages, isn't it? You have one hairdresser in the whole village. But you've got to think then, again, those people are a lot more tribal. They will only have one broker that they... Exactly, yeah. You want to be that bloke. No, they're, they're great. It's, they're awesome, mate. And I'm sure if you are listening to this and you're just starting out, I think letting agents is the key one. That's the one I'll go straight after. And then, and then small businesses as well. Yeah, and and hairdressers, I've still got a letting agent from when I first started who still sends me as many leads as what the estate agents does. Really? Yeah. And and you do that because on a same thing, birthdays and things, you, you send them back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look after them and they'll look after you. I think so, yeah. It's worked for me. Great way to end the podcast, mate. Thank you so much. There's been so much we've gone through there from you starting the company to what you do now, what you do on social, how you start up a new business. Awesome, mate. Thank you. And as a thank you for coming on, I'll make a £10 donation to a charity of your choice. So which charity do you want to make the donation to? NSPCC, please. NSPCC. Right, we'll make the donation for that. Well, thanks very much for coming on. Um, you can get Mike on his Facebook page. Do you do much LinkedIn? I'm on there, but I don't really... Don't really. So it's Facebook's yeah. probably the best one. I'm um, probably the least, least sociable social media enthusiast <laughs> but you've done it you've stepped it up haven't you the last few months yeah i have because you keep on shouting at me <laughs> and this is the next thing is we're going to get photos of mike on his page to give it a bit <laughs> of a but mike thank you so much for coming on i really do appreciate and and there's so much there that people can take notes from go back and listen to a few bits and, and really get some really gold golden nuggets out of them thanks for coming on pal appreciate it no problem appreciate it so thank you very much for listening if you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. 
look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.